freedom. It's a gift from God that we don't need permission from anyone to exercise. It's the right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. We want to do all of that under the umbrella of obedience to God's word and Christ's lordship. And there we find the sweet spot of all the freedom we need and the safety from our own imperfections so that we're able to flourish. As thoughtful women, we're thinking of how we can intentionally pursue greater freedom in all areas of life, wellness, time, finances, American life, and more, to the benefit of our families and communities. Hey, I'm Cheryl Reese. Welcome to the Thoughtful Mom Podcast. Are you ready for some thought-provoking conversations? What is it that gives a culture depth? What promotes worthwhile conversations, breeds useful ideas? What gives us an appreciation for other times, places, people who have lived in thought, struggled, triumphed before us? It's the liberal arts, and it's high time that we reclaim that gift. The liberal arts flush out our right brain. They give the softness to blanket over what we hold to be concrete. They flesh out this sweeter side of life. They give people more well-rounded thinking patterns, higher ideas, common enjoyments to connect and relate and unite around. If you think about music appreciation, the practice of art, the practice of music, literature, even language study. Once you've practiced a discipline, you're humbled and appreciative of the beauty and the work and the discipline and skill that it took someone to make something greater than what you're able to make. Or, you know, even at your own level, you appreciate that work so much more. I have a huge appreciation for Norman Rockwell's art. I love how, how clearly he depicts American life in the past. I, I really, for music, I really enjoy Italian music. Oh, it's so heartfelt and romantic and, oh, deep. Uh, you know, Isaiah 7.15 even speaks to developing our taste. Isaiah 7.15 says, Butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Now, that's a prophecy concerning Jesus, but I see application in it for parenting, that we ought to fill our children to the brim with the best in taste, in purity, in goodness, in truth, in beauty. Expose them what their appetites to highly skilled artists, musicians, speakers, thinkers, authors, let them enjoy that excellence. And once they've internalized the very best, they will recognize the inferior as adults. So much of what's produced today is like processed cheese puffs from the dollar store, instead of the rich, full-flavored, nourishing goodness of a well-prepared meal. And as parents, we want to fill our homes with the very best feast of of taste and of skill and 
of finished product. So there are four benefits to pursuing the liberal arts, and I want to just go over those and talk about those today. First of all, the liberal arts help organize the brain. Studying, practicing, comparing, contrasting different periods of art, different periods of music or literature, we see the benefits of the examples of order and the disruption of disorder. You know, when you look at classic versus modern, you'll find your own tastes and your own favorites, but the liberal arts give us so many examples, both visual and audible, of order and disorder, and it's really interesting how those effects are reflective of the values of the time period in which they were created in relation to when cultures and nations have cycled through fearing the Lord or forsaking him. And that can be really instructive to us as parents if we, if we recognize that policy and politics in our country are downstream from culture and if we want to raise world changers, then we have to make sure that we cultivate a beautiful, pure, excellent, truthful culture through our children that will bear fruit down the road. And it isn't just one household doing it. It's all the Christian households doing that and trying to feed our children a feast of the very best. Number two it broadens our appreciation. We can appreciate the struggles and successes of people in different cultures and times. If we're practicing the arts, we gain an appreciation for the time, the patience, the attention it takes, the discipline it takes to perform an art form, let alone to perform it to a point of excellence and being worthy of imitation. Wow, like somehow once I set my hand to it, I feel my own inadequacy and I'm humbled by it. And it helps you give glory to God when we see someone who is very gifted or who has been able to develop their skills to the level of excellence. Mom, your fame has preceded you. You're the queen of their world, the chore overseer, home beautifier, clothes washer, veggie garden master, schoolwork helper, sports practicer, craft maker, tea party guest, piano practice applauder, health coach, good food maker, scholar hauler, bedtime Bible story reader, grocery picker upper, civics observer, congressman emailer, budget tracker, co-discipler, time manager, shoe tire, all day referee slash preacher pointer back to moral of said Bible story, owie kisser, happy hugger, bad dream banisher, story listener, joke laugher, life vision co-pursuer, all-around, basically irreplaceable person in so many people's worlds. The list of hats you wear on that gorgeous head of yours is endless. I just wanted to say, hi, I see you way over there in your hat juggle from way over here in mine, and I'm excited we're friends. I hope this show brings you 20 minutes of joy, unconventional thought, and energy so that when you come to your role in the lives of the people who mean the most to you, you're able to cut through the weekly clutter and get straight to the chase of having the most efficient impact for freedom and rest when it comes to the issues that affect moms, all from your very own place of freedom and rest. Not only do the liberal arts 
uh, help us organize our minds and broaden our appreciation, but they inspire depth of character. Boys will grow up knowing that there's something worth conquering their vices for on the other side of their weaknesses. Girls will be inspired by the feminine and strong subjects of artwork and characters of stories and plays. I've heard of children raised in communist countries, and it was asked how did they thrive and overcome the darkness of their world? While their mother read to them excellent, beautiful stories, and one example was J.R.R. Tolkien, because in their world they could really relate to the villain and the dragon in his stories, and they, they knew the dark side, and they needed to see the contrasting goodness and beauty modeled in order to remind them of the goodness to live for and of the courage and strength that it takes to overcome the villains. It seems the darker the times become, the more we need beauty and goodness and strength and excellence. And art is a very healing healing tool for the soul to, to, to help through darker times. Finally, a proper study and application of the liberal arts really complements Christian living. The world just has a deceptively seductive pull on our souls that can only be countered and overcome by all of the alluring beauty and goodness that's embodied in Jesus. And the liberal arts can really be a medium for developing appetites that don't run contrary to enjoying Jesus. Contrast this with 99% of what's on TV or Netflix today. Those, that content really runs contrary and you have to overcome that content in order to teach your kids to love the Lord. You know, why is it that we do devotions and we teach our kids to love the Lord and then we turn on all this secular programming that undoes everything we've just worked towards. With the world pulling down on us on one side, we have to develop a very vibrant culture and community on the other side with whom we can enjoy a beauty that's timeless, that's rooted in truth and sweetness and draws our focus upward to the everlasting fulfillment of Jesus. Now, I'm not suggesting that we replace the Holy Spirit and his work of sanctification and his holding and keeping us in him, keeping us from falling. I'm not suggesting we replace that simply with culture and art and good, beautiful things. But what I am saying is we all make entertainment choices, choices of hobbies that will either complement our pursuit of Christ or undermine it. Our personal tastes attract people into our sphere that will have similar taste. Are those tastes going to be for true beauty of depth, of perspective, of expression and lighting communication, of soul-stirring goodness, imaginative literature? Or are they going to be destructive and deceptive beauty of the world's culture in the postmodernist God-rejecting era that we find ourselves in. You know, whenever our sons and daughters are launched as adults one day, they have to have cultural moorings to augment and support their love for Jesus and to give them more reasons to be faithful to the Lord when the world is nonstop pulling them away. And we can help create that 
by when they're young, giving them that taste for the good and the beautiful and the excellent, rich in meaning, rich in content, rich in virtue and inspiration. I truly believe that one of the best things we can do for our children after exposing them to the gospel and evangelizing and discipling them is to fill them to the brim with truth, goodness, and beauty embodied in Jesus as expressed and discovered in quality art forms. We are enjoying exploring classic, word-rich, imagination-stimulating literature. We've been reading C.S. Lewis and some J.R.R. Tolkien, and I don't know what we'll read next, but we really are enjoying that, and my kids' imaginations are really thriving on that. Uh, also, another a hobby that I picked up over Christmas was painting. You can go to Hobby Lobby whenever their art brands are half off to get an art pad and some paint. Then spend a cold Saturday as a family following a YouTube tutorial for how to paint something. You know, uh, our next big goal is we are keeping an eye on Facebook Marketplace to find a free piano. We just have to find the right piano and the right weekend with some hefty, muscular boys who can help us move it. But we really want to give our children the opportunity to dabble and deepen skills in the arts and explore. Give your kids the gift of worthwhile enriching hobbies and skills and give yourself that gift too. It, it really will be worthwhile as you reclaim the liberal arts in your home for your family. Friend, thanks so much for being part of today's episode of the Thoughtful Mom Podcast. Is our conversation really resonating with you today? If it is, then I have a tiny ask to make. Could you go into your favorite podcasting app and click subscribe and give a five-star review? Then share it with a friend who would like it too. I'd really appreciate this help getting the word out to other women. Now let's all go live thoughtfully so that our families can live freely. Thank you.